0: what's cracking lovely people it's the big feed up hq podcast welcome back i'm your host my name's matt i'm a nutritionist by trade and this podcast is a little bit of a hobby and i like to have conversations with people around food obviously around their training around manipulating body composition talking a little bit about health but also about people starting businesses interests how to be more resilient when you know we're all full on so loads of different conversations today is going to be a little bit more nutrition focused and I've got Stephen Smith on the show so he's a sports nutritionist consultant and yeah we just connected through Instagram I like looking at all of his content he researches as well we'll get into that and um, yeah I'm really keen to pick apart some of the food for performance workshops that he's doing and um, yeah let's dive in mate how you doing?
1: How's it going, Matt?
0: You okay? Really good. Yeah. Cheer, cheers for coming on the show, and uh, let me hey, let's just carry on. Obviously, we chatted a bit before I pressed record around your background and and what you do and, and how you do it. But maybe just give the listeners a, a little bit of a of an insight into um, yeah why you do what you do and how you do what you do. Yeah. So like you said, you know,
1: I'm a sports nutrition consultant. Um, I work with a few different athletes, generally in the sort of endurance sport and and particularly in the motorsport sort of sectors. Um, I'm also a PhD student at Liverpool, John Moores, um, looking into the, uh, the, the responses in the, in the gut to exercise, um, and then like you touched on there, just recently started my own uh, cooking workshops, the, uh, the food for performance workshops, um, really enjoying that, um, yeah, and that's about it mate, you know, just just juggling a few things and, and all around that sports nutrition sort of uh, focus really.
0: Mm. Mm, cool and then obviously from you know from the endurance sports side of things and 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 the research around the gut people will probably want to hear a little bit about that so can you can you talk about that or is that something where everything's kind of kept quiet until it unfolds how how did that come about Uh, no it's fine Um,
1: basically so what we're looking at is um, a a few things really how the gut responds to endurance exercise in terms of um, you know leakiness in the gut Mm. um, and, and what we're sort of particularly interested in is, is um, some of the, uh, the underlying issues in terms of symptoms. Um, you know, some runners, cyclists and triathletes experience quite a lot of GI symptoms when they're, when they're training and particularly when they're competing. Mm-hmm. Um, and really we're just trying to sort of uh, develop that, that, that knowledge and, and look into some of the underlying causes with that really. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of my sort of PhD re- research is, is into uh, the heat uh, and how heat affects the gut. Mm. Uh, and how heat affects uh, gut permeability or or the leakiness of the gut, shall we say? Mm. Uh, yeah, we can certainly touch on that later
0: if you want, mate. Mm. Decent. Okay. Well, that you know that's a nice little snapshot, but I think yeah, I think food performance is obviously gonna um, it's gonna touch a lot of people listening to the show because people want to perform. You know, obviously in in sport and and athletically, but they also want to perform in life too. So you know you're giving people tools. Granted, there might be endurance individuals. We'll hear about that in a second. But yeah, maybe just just pull apart this kind of food for performance um, analogy and and how you kind of started the workshops and what you do.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, a bit like yourself, you know, I was really into cooking. Um, I've always been into cooking. You know, even when I was younger, always sort of been in the kitchen watching, you know, the, the the parents and the grandparents doing a bit of cooking and. That just really sparked my interest in nutrition. Um, And then as I sort of started picking up different hobbies, different sports, you know, different combat sports and and endurance sports, I always tried to, you know, really get into nutrition. I understood that it was important. Um, And that sort of just developed from there, really, you know, as I got more into it. You know, I've always been sort of quite a science-based person. You know, I've always been into science. And Mm. and the two sort of merged, which got me really into that Nutrition, sort of education, really. Mm. So, like I said, I've always been into cooking, and then just through um, talking to people when I was out cycling with them and and, and clients uh, that I'm working with, obviously myself, and I'm sure you do, you obviously understand the importance of food and keeping a really, you know, like a varied diet and trying to mix things up. Um, And it was about trying to give people that knowledge, you know, try and break down some of the barriers that people have with nutrition, thinking that, you know, t- to go on a diet has to be sort of bland and boring food. Mm. Uh, so the idea of the, the, the workshops was really just to try and bring that service to, you know, your recreational athlete um, and, and people who just want to learn a bit more about healthy cooking, uh, try and expand on their knowledge, you know, learn some kitchen skills um, and that kind of thing, really. It was just, like I said, it was just... I'm sure you've seen on on some of the social media. Um, obviously, uh, being at LJMU, um, some of the, you know the, some great nutritionists there working some you know some of the top levels of sport, the sport you know in uh, England rugby and that kind of thing. And mm. I noticed that these elite athletes were getting access to um, you know cooking workshops and that kind of thing, um, you know, in, in their their sports clubs. Mm. and I thought well you know there's some pretty good recreational athletes and it was I thought you know why why shouldn't they be have this service as well mm. um and that was a that was about it I just thought right let's let's do it you know mm.
0: let's find let's find a venue let's just try it out um, yeah they've been pretty successful decent and then so I know you don't want to give it all away but what what kind of things have you been have you been you know whipping up and what kind of things have you been getting people to do
1: Um, One of the sort of like theories that we wanted to, we wanted to keep it pretty simple. Mm. You know, we don't, we didn't want people going out and having to shop for 20 ingredients just to make, um, you know, know, a stir fry. Because, as you know, working with athletes and working with people, um, if there's a lot of, if there's a lot of ingredients and if you make it too complicated, people just haven't got the time to do it. Mm. So, one of the underlying principles is, you know, it had to be easy. You know, the, the recipes have to be sort of, um, you know, ready within 15 minutes, you know, 15 to 30 minutes, um, obviously taste good and, and have that sort of um, the reason behind it. We like to teach them why, so, you know, different, different carbohydrates, low-carb recipes, high-carb recipes. Mm. Um, generally, also as we try and work with cyclists and, and you know, those endurance-type sports, we do a lot of portable foods, so portable snacks. Yeah. you know things like um like energy balls and energy uh, bars and that kind of thing people that they can pack up and take out on the bike with them one of the other things that we like to do is what we call a fake away mm. so um you know giving people healthy recipes for alternatives to you know to to curries and and uh, you know chicken pitas and that kind of thing just just so that if they want to still have you know their favorite sort of meals they can have a a healthy alternative to them rather than thinking well i can't have a curry because i have to go buy it from the takeaway Mm. whereas what we're trying to do is teach people that you can have it Mm. um, and there are healthy alternatives as well Mm. and that they can still fit into their performance nutrition
0: program Mm, mm. yeah i totally get it so i suppose obviously it's, it's recipe dependent and, and it's outcome dependent but when when you're setting these things up in general what are the, you know what are the kind of foods you're you're bringing into the mix so people people can kind of be aware that like you said it's not it's not all uh, top end fancy um ingredients that that you know might not necessarily be in season or I think there's that stigma around sports nutrition as well the second you start to do things everyone just goes to all these commercial brands and gets very worried about about energy gels and all that kind of stuff so it's it's, it's good that you can that you can bring this to, to like you said not just um people that get paid to, to to train for a living you can start to talk about people how to fuel fuel for function or recover around just you know quick and easy 15 minute recipes really yeah definitely you know we've
1: you know different things we've done we've done beef burgers we've done chicken heaters. Uh, different things like veggie burgers, you know, a lot of this just comes from wanting to develop my own knowledge yeah. in the kitchen as well, um, you know, things that I wanted to try, you know, obviously there's a bit of a, a vegetarian and vegan, um, you know, that's becoming more popular, um, and, you know, I wanted to learn a little bit more about that than the sorts of foods, um, mm. how to make them, you know, a bit, you know, make tasty recipes along that veggie and vegan, um, that line really now you know obviously I still eat meat but as you know you know getting a lot of uh, veggies in your diet is, is always going to be beneficial so a lot of the recipes just come from you know what's what's going to work and mm. um, you know the, the function is obviously a, a massive sort of underlying principle you know what's the purpose behind this food so take for example why we did chicken fajitas it's you know it's, it's pretty simple mm. there's not a lot of ingredients and you can you can vary the flavors up but going back to that sports nutrition sort of um, theme, you can we, we teach people how to periodize their nutrition as well. So, you know, in, they can have you know two fajitas, or you know, take one of the tortillas out and just have it without, if they're trying to go a bit more low carb. Mm. Um, you know, if they've had a big day training. You know, they can have a couple more tortillas or more rice or, or mm. that kind of thing. I so said we're just trying to teach them the, the theory of why mm. behind you know the, the, the functionality as well.
0: Mm, mm, mm. That makes sense. And is it you driving this forward? You're working with a couple of people as well. Has 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 that all kind of come about in terms of the setup? Do you, Do you rent a space? Do you use the the uh, the university? Like what what's what's cracking in it? Are you going to expand it too?
1: Yeah. So it's really it's just me. Um. I but when I say that. Um. It's my, you know, it's my idea. It's my sort of, my sort of, um, yeah. my thing. Cool. Um, I'm working with a chef. Um, he, he's great. He's absolutely fantastic. He's got a really great, um, you know, passion for food, obviously, and mm. he's really interested in sport as well. So it works quite well. Um, uh, it was a bit of a of a chance finding, really, because I was looking for a kitchen to hire. Um, and I got told that there was one at the university. Mm. So I went down to check it out. It was on another campus just up the road, and um, it was it was just perfect. You know, it, it was a it's a kitchen designed for teaching for the nutrition course at mm. the uni. Mm. Um, and it it sort of set me back a little bit. It was like, how have I not seen this before? You so <laughs> know, obviously I've done my masters in sports nutrition at JMU, um, and this was the first time that I, we'd known about it. Um, so it was just uh, happened to be this this perfect setup really. Cool. Um, so that's what we use. It's great. You know, it's got a demo area. It's you know it's fully wired up with TVs and kitchens. So anybody working away, they mm. can check back and look at the demo area. Mm. Um, Decent. There's a little sort. Of, there's another area just at the back where people can sit and have a chat and ch- try all their food and, and you know you can give some lectures there and that kind of thing. Mm.
0: Mm. Decent. And I'll link to. i'll link to your your instagram and everything like that in the show notes and people can start checking out you know some of the photos and some of the eats from these workshops because um that's really you know how you kind of came on my my radar obviously you know we like obviously we we found out we both studied together like years ago but i think you you kind of connect over things and i'm always looking at people that are you know just making good eats and 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 you know merging the merging the kind of uh you know, the sports nutrition, but then also just making it accessible and, and just get getting around it in a fun way too. So um yeah, no, that's really cool. And you said you're thinking about doing it in other, you know, in other places as well. What's 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 the vibe around that or obviously you need to just keep keep nailing it up in up in the, the site that you've got at the moment.
1: No, we're definitely looking to expand, you know, different venues. Like I touched on before, I think we're gonna move to, to, to London. We're gonna put a London event on. Um, and then really it's just it's still quite new, you know, we've only done three, mm. um, what, we've, what we've expanded on to as well is uh, sort of bespoke workshops for, um, you know, companies or sports clubs, uh, we recently done a, a, a class for an MMA club, um, they brought in a, a few sort of youth um, athletes. Um, who just wants to learn a little bit more about food. Yeah. Uh, and obviously with them being fighters, there's the whole weight cutting, uh, you know, and um, mm. trying to drop weight for a fight and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, so, you know, from my experience years ago, you know, I did it all the wrong way. Really? And what we're trying to do is teach these kids how to do it the right way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've done that. And then other sort of corporate companies as well who, you um, want to you know try and bring a, a sort of health and wellness uh, event for their employees that's another thing that we're moving into as well yeah um yeah so in terms of moving forward it's going to be different events looking all around the uk um, but then we can also put on you know bespoke classes for, for people if they want that sort of thing
0: cool cool all right and then in terms of yeah when you know when you get home after a after a day of like the 10 jobs that you have plus all your fizz all your training um like you know what may what are you putting in in the kitchen what like what, what do you where do you get your i think first question you know where do you where do you get your recipe from in, in inspiration from um and then second you know second kind of question the the go-to meals during the week you know everyone has a bit of a roster especially people like us we we turn over and adapt certain meals but then the kind of you know the 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 the, the um you know the setup of those meals are quite similar in a, in a way i know i didn't quite yeah. turn that right but you know what i mean
1: yeah no um, it's a good question mate you know because like i said i'm quite busy and i'm sure a lot of people are as well and that's one of the, the things that we like to try and get across in the workshops is that these are sort of recipes that people can knock together pretty quickly um uh, you know when they are sort of a little bit limited for time you know the sort of staples for me, and, you know, just to sort of digress a little bit, this goes into the sort of things that I work with with, with my clients as well, as it's mm. it's teaching them um, some sort of real basics and things that they can have in the cupboard, so um, you know, how to knock up a quick beef burger, that kind of thing, um, you know, it, obviously I've got a family as well, uh, you know, we've got like a three year old and obviously my wife as well, so mm. it's trying to find that, that balance of different meals that we all like, um, you know, basically, mate, we just sort of we have a few different heater uh, kits in. You pop them up with a bit of chicken, um, stir fries, you know, you can't beat a stir fry for quick and easy and full of nutrition, can you? All the no. different veg in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially when, you know, this is like I said, one of the things I teach the people I work with is that you can go to a supermarket and get a sort of meal deal um, for, you know, for, for a stir fry. You know, you can get your protein from your meat you've got your stir fry veg pack and a pack of egg noodles, you know, and it might be like three or four
0: quid.
1: Yeah. It's easy, it's done, you don't have to overthink it. Definitely. Um, and then just
0: choose your, you know, you choose your sauce type thing. Simple. Um, cool, sorry. No, no, saying simple, yeah. Um, May, I totally agree, totally agree. I, I'm the same, I've got, you know, we'll do stir-fries, a couple of different types, we'll do two different types of chilli, like beef or, or turkey, you know we'll do we, we've got this kind of homemade pizza action going on which is quite good and that might be on a day where you know i've managed, I managed to get on my feet a bit more training wise so that's cool um and then same yeah, yeah same as you really you just you just rotate you know a couple of pasta dishes again if, if i've been on feet a bit more and then um just yeah just kind of go from there like eggs eggs yogurt bananas oats they're kind of staples through the day um so yeah it isn't, isn't it isn't really fancy, like you said, it's just kind of a bit building on layers and levels and just keeping keeping bits and stuff with you to, to kind of be portable and then, um, yeah, you know, just can consume more when, when I move more and probably similar to you, really.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like,
0: you know, I, I tend
1: to have maybe two or three breakfasts that I, that I sort of cycle. Yeah. You know, a lot of the time it's just generally a big bowl of porridge and then I just um, rotate the ingredients that go in it. And then, obviously, the, the portion size of that porridge depends on what training or what size type of day I've got on. Mm.
2: Um,
1: again, eggs are obviously a good staple because you can mix them up, you can change you know, different recipes, different ingredients, you know. Um, and then, like I said, in, in the evening, it just comes down to, you know, it's just trying to find that balance between what's what's quick, what's easy, um, and that, you know, the, the three-year-old's going to eat as well because yeah. she, she eats exactly what we eat, you know, so... Um, like you said there, you know, pizza makes its way in, but it's homemade, We'll we vary up the toppings, um, you know, cool. just to sort of give a bit of a shameful sort of plug, but it was, I really sort of like um, Jamie Oliver's sort of um, recipes, you know, I, I like the sort of principle behind them, you know, they are generally quite quick, mm. easy, you know, and not over complicated, but still quite tasty
0: mate don't don't worry about plugging jamie oliver my um my fiance <laughs> works for him so um we literally uh like jamie oliver is is like part of our lives she she works in an office um for, for his company every day so um mate, i'm jamie central there's uh you know there's 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 jamie coming out you know every day so it's uh, <laughs> uh and i was a fan of his you know growing up too so like literally um it's i'm always asking her how her day was and she doesn't want to chat about it and i literally want to know everything like every day it's yeah yeah it's so, the best.
1: Um, like if i showed you my sort of recipe book shelf you know there's a lot well i've pretty much got all of jamie's books um just like i said i just sort of like the, the the principle behind the recipes you know the 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 like again, you know, not a lot of ingredients, not mm. really complicated, but they still taste good and they've got a good range of nutrition in there. Yeah, and um, obviously, I like to sort of put my own spin on them uh, and you know, take a uh, change a couple of the ingredients and um, you know, change up the portion size, of the carbohydrates, that kind of thing. Um, and I think that's one of the things that we're trying to do in the workshops as well is, is teach people how to take recipes that they can get online and from books, but Tailor them to their own way uh, to keep them in line with their own goals, mm. um, and it's just about not overcomplicating it, really. You know, I've got a lo- I've got a ton of recipe books downstairs. Yeah. I've bought some and never even done one recipe out of them because I've I've bought them. Yeah. And I've just been like, there's no way I can do this. No. When I say don't do this, what I mean is there's no way I'm going to go and buy all of these ingredients that I'm just going to use once. It's going to mm. cost me about thirty quid, mm. and I just thought it's just not going to work. Mm. But
0: um yeah, like I said, big fan of Jamie Oliver. Mm. Um makes sense. No, it's good. So what you're saying is obviously reduce decision fatigue, follow a recipe and make things taste good, but then personalise it obviously for yourself. You know, you may need more on days where you're training more and then um you know you kinda of go from there really. That's decent. And then mate, keep me posted. Fatigue,
1: that's what nice say, mate. I like that
0: one. Say decision again. Fatigue. Decision fatigue, I like that. Yeah, use that. Yeah, like, I say, <laughs> I say that every day to, to people I work with. I don't know who I got it off, but people seem to like it because it it just gives them something to to think about, you know. When they're when I, when I say, um, yeah, you know, we need to reduce the decision fatigue, and then they're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> cool, good. And then look, when when you when you come and do these. Um, down in London, you know, definitely, definitely keen to get involved. And obviously, um, people listening to this now, and if they start following you, they can stay in touch with that. And, um, may yeah, it's, just, it's been really good to get you on the show, because I knew, I knew that you were surrounded by a lot of um, interesting, uh, you know, nutritionists, researchers, but I kind of reached out because I knew you were doing something... Uh, on the food side, that's practical, and you know, I I love reading all the work that's coming from out there, and and, and watching, and you know, YouTube videos and listening to geeky podcasts. But I thought it'd be good to have a chat around, you know, how you're getting people cooking, and and just just um you know, fi- finding a way to to build people's knowledge and just get an apron on and get cracking. So I think that's it's good to do that because you know. Nutritionists and performance nutrition and sports nutrition it's it's great and everyone can kind of sweat the small stuff but like you said if you know how to make a banging fajita dish or a stir fry or things like that you, you know you're doing a good job
1: yeah you know I think this is one of the things that gets lost in sports nutrition we get a little bit too focused on the numbers and you know what's coming out on research papers but ultimately you know athletes don't really care about that sort of thing you know it's like well tell me how tell me what that looks like in food yeah but uh, well, it's right isn't it you know and um again it's about turning the numbers into food you know turning the recommendations into to, to food on our plate um and that's what it was really about you know it, it was a kind of about like i said just teaching people how to stay on track how to get their, their optimal nutrition periodize their food um and, and and again just have a bit more fun you know and, mm. and, and just expand their knowledge expand their skills um and like i said before you know just just turn that 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 scientific knowledge and the numbers into, into
0: food on our plate really sounds no no, it makes sense and i think you know i think that's a that's a, that's a great place to, to wrap up and obviously you know keen to get you back on or, or link to to you know more workshops and things in the, in the future mate and um yeah I'll, I'll link to your instagram is there anything else that that you want people to know about or anything i can put in the show notes for people
1: there's in my Instagram um, you can get me on Twitter that's just Stephen Smith PN uh, Stephen spelled with a PH they um, have got my website which is racefaster.co.uk. Um but mm-hmm. yeah apart from that my Instagram or Twitter
0: Cool, nice one. All right, lovely people. As always, thanks for listening and subscribing. I've somehow made it close to ten thousand listens on this show. I do it as a hobby. I know I need to improve the sound quality and get a mic. Everyone keeps telling me, but you know, you tune in. It's 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 fab. And I reach out to like-minded people. Oh yeah, you've got one. I reach out to like-minded people. You know, um, like Stephen, and uh, it's just a joy to do it. So we'll speak on the flip.